0: Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Here's how tax pros can help clients battle unemployment-related identity theft. COVID Tax Tip 2021-120, August 17, 2021. As part of this year's summer campaign, Boost Security Immunity, Fight Against Identity Theft. There's a link to that here. The IRS and its Security Summit. There's a link to the Security Summit here partners outlined ways tax pros can help clients victimized by unemployment compensation fraud schemes. So obviously the unemployment fraud schemes have gone up due to the fact that there's more unemployment out there and that increases possibly the ability to have the identity theft and that increases the in essence the identity theft. So the question then is given the environment at this point in time, higher likelihood of having this unemployment type of identity theft what can you do to prevent the unemployment identity theft? And if we know that the identity has been stolen due to the fact that someone filed a fraudulent unemployment claim on a client's behalf, what actions should be taken at this point uh, in time, given the fact that they, that means that their information is out there possibly including Social Security, name, and so on, which means that they may also be able to use that for other things, which could include filing tax returns fraudulently due to the fact that the filing of tax returns has also increased in value for identity thieves due to in part the stimulus payments the the prepayments the increase in the refundable type of credits and so on and so forth so identity theft is becoming more and more valuable which means of course more people will probably be trying to steal identities So, unemployment compensation fraud was one of the more common identity theft schemes that emerged in 2020 as criminals exploited the COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting economic impact. Unemployment compensation is taxable, although Congress waived the tax for 2020 for many people. So, in other words, unemployment is usually something that's taxable. So, therefore, if someone stole... a a client if if we were the taxpayer and someone stole our identity they filed for unemployment on our behalf and then they received the money for unemployment that would mean that we would still get a 1099 typically from the state saying that we got the unemployment even though we didn't actually get it and normally that would indicate that we would have to include the unemployment on the tax return as usually taxable income but in 2020 they waived that for for much of the unemployment. So it wouldn't be something that would have to be included as taxable income on the tax return, possibly, and therefore possibly might not have a tax impact. But the fact that someone stole the unemployment still would indicate that there's an identity theft problem and you'd still want to basically see what, what can you do at this point in time in order to correct the fact that you didn't actually get that unemployment and see if there are any tax implications that you can deal with it for, and then how can you safeguard your identity in the future given the fact that it's already been stolen in some, in some form. So states report compensation to the individual and to the IRS by using form 1099-G. That's the form that you would be getting then that would indicate the income that has been given to you. because Because of fraud and identity theft, many taxpayers received forms 1099-G, for compensations they were not paid. Some taxpayers received forms from multiple states. So this scam could affect 2020 or 2021 tax returns. Here are some steps tax pros can take to help victims of unemployment compensation fraud scheme. So you could file form 14039, identity theft affidavit. There's a link to that here. This should be done only if an e-file re- tax return rejects because the client's social security number has already been used so in other words if you tried to file a tax return and then the tax return bounces back because someone already used the the information then they've already basically used the identity to steal the tax return which they might have gotten from unemployment or they might have got it from somewhere else at that point that's when you would use the form 14039 to report it to the IRS to take steps to correct that however If they just simply stole the identity from the state or from someone else and used it with the state to get unemployment compensation but have not yet used it to then file a fraudulent tax return, then I don't believe you would yet use Form 14039 but instead take other actions, possibly filing for a PIN number, to try to prevent the filing of a tax return as a fraudulent tax return on a client's behalf and and then having to go through this method so do not file the irs form 14039 to report unemployment compensation fraud to the irs so this is not for unemployment compensation fraud for that you got to deal with the state this is for you know if they took that information and used it for the federal uh, fraud which they could do if they if they have the information from the unemployment they could use that same information you would think to file the tax return but if you have, if they have not yet done that, then you don't want to use this as the preventative action. This is the action you take after they've already done it. So report fraud to state workforce agencies and request corrected Form 1099-G. Now, this is the case anytime you get a 1099 that is wrong. You're saying, hey, you, you're giving me a 1099. That 1099 indicates that I got income that I need to possibly report on the tax return. However, I didn't actually receive that income. You are wrong, issuer of the 1099. You also gave that 1099 to the government so that if I was not to include that income on my tax return, the IRS would say that they got a 1099 and I would almost certainly get a letter telling me that I should have recorded it under normal conditions, although this year, 2020, being unusual because the IRS is aware of this and they made this change in terms of the of the unemployment but in, in in general what you have to do then is you can't go to the IRS you'd think well the go- the government is the government right the state government and the, the fed government they work together why can't i just go to the fed and tell them i didn't get that and then they can correct it from there you can't do that cuz the the governments are supposed to be separate which is usually a good thing which means that the the IRS is not the place to go to correct the problem you got to go to the source which is the state so you want to be able to go to the state and say hey look you issued a 1099 that is incorrect i would like you to make it corrected 1099 and then send that to the irs so the irs has the corrected information so they don't give me a bounce back letter telling me that i didn't report income that i should have recorded because of this 1099 that you told them that i had that said that i had income but i didn't actually have income because someone stole my identity and you have to fix it if you can't fix it on the state side then you still want to report your your income properly on the tax return not including the amount from the 1099 if you didn't receive it but that could quite possibly hold up the return because the IRS is going to compare that and they're going to probably think that you you know you have to deal with it on the irs side later so you'd like to deal with it from the issue of the 1099 side okay so each state has its own process for reporting unemployment compensation fraud the u.s department of labor has created an information page there's a link to that with all state contacts and other information file a tax return reporting only the actual income received state workforce agencies may not be able to issue a corrected 1099 g in a timely manner even if the client has not received a corrected 1099 g report only wages and income received and exclude any fraudulent claims so in other words if you can't get the 1099 fixed that doesn't mean that you want to report the income that's on the 1099 which is wrong because then the only way to correct it on the Fed side would be to amend the tax return. Instead, you want to report the proper amount on the tax return, knowing that the IRS is probably, it might delay the refund and whatnot. Because the IRS is probably going to have, a, have an issue with it if they got this other 1099 in normal circumstances and send you a letter and so on. and that, And then you're going to have to do the correspondence thing with them. So the quicker you can get it done on the on the state side, the the better. But when you report your return, you want to be accurate on the return, even if the 1099 is inaccurate. Consider an IRS identity protection pin. There's a link to that here. Clients receiving forms 1099G are identity theft victims whose personal information could be used for additional criminal activities, such as filing fraudulent tax returns. All taxpayers can uh, who can verify their identities can now get an identity protection, P-I-N, to protect their SSN, social security number. So obviously if someone stole an identity and used it to steal unemployment compensation, then they might have, they probably have the social security number and the information that could be necessary to file a tax return. And as we already mentioned, filing a tax return is becoming more and more lucrative a business for criminals because in fraudsters, because of all these increases in, in like these credits and the refundable credits and so on. So you to take if the Social Security has already been compromised, then you can try to get the second PIN number as a kind of a second Social Security number as a safeguard, at least from the filing of a tax return from the fraudsters who have already stolen an identity. And even if they haven't stolen an identity at this point in time, you might want to, you know, give that to the to your clients and start to use that, anyways, because the the social security numbers are becoming more and more less and less effective. I would say because of all the technology, the information, you know, can be spread all over the you know the internet in seconds at this point. And you've had the social security number for your entire life and have been given it to every financial institution. So so I. <laughs> It's not. It wouldn't totally be surprising if the if the social security number was compromised at some point in time, and and it would make more sense in this environment to have some kind of identification number that changes from year to year as the S, as this number does, the PIN does. So so it might be worthwhile to get a PIN even if your even if your social security number has not yet been stolen, uh, just to to pre- prevent it. You know, just in case. So follow Federal Trade Commission recommendations for identity theft victim. Taxpayers could consider steps to protect their credit and other actions outlined by the FTC. The Department of Labor website explains how individuals should report unemployment identity theft. There's a link to that here. Reply to notices in a timely manner. Tax Pro's business clients can also assist in fighting unemployment compensation fraud by responding quickly to state notices about employees filing jobless claims, especially when it has no record of those employees. The American Rescue Plan Act allows an exclusion of unemployment compensation of up to $10,200 for individuals for tax year 2020. So note that to further complicate matters here, there was the law change... For the unemployment, which could be a good thing, of course, for people, but again, it's a change which is confusing because you might have got a 1099, you might have got it, you got that, you might have already filed the tax return by the time that you that they got this law change in place, meaning you might have included the unemployment in income, and then you and then you had to get the adjustment to be made in some way to take it out of income. The IRS basically said that they're going to try to do that on their end. Without requiring an amended return and uh, and send out those payments, so uh, I won't go into that in detail. They sent other notices in on that at this point. So, in case of a married individual filing jointly, this uh, exclusion is up to ten thousand two hundred per spouse. To qualify for this exclusion, the taxpayer's adjusted gross income must be less than one hundred and fifty thousand. This threshold applies to all uh, filing statuses. The exclusion may ease the burden on many fraud victims. However, victims who receive Form 1099-G from multiple states uh, may have fraud claims that exceed the exclusion amount. More information can be found at the, at the links below. We have Publication 4557, Safeguarding Taxpayer Data. Publication 5293, Data Security Resource Guide for Tax Professionals. Small Business Information Security, the Fundamentals and Identity Theft Central. There's a link to that reading material here, and there'll be a link to this in the description.